Praise the Lord and welcome this morning to our virtual campus here at New Life. We are so glad that you could be with us today. Um, I cannot believe it. This is our fifth Sunday of the shutdown where we've been only able to come to you by way of our virtual campus. But we're glad that you joined us today. And for all the new people out there that have found us, we just want to let you know we are praying for you and we're asking the Lord to keep you healthy and well. We're also praying that if you're not feeling well or you're having some difficulty, God would meet your need. And so we want to pray for you right now. Um, Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you for everybody who is listening to my voice be it here on Facebook Live, YouTube, or our podcast. I ask you, Lord, that you would touch them this morning in Jesus' name. And Lord, that you would meet their need. Heal them, Lord, if they need a healing. Touch that need, Lord, that you know that's in their heart. And Lord, touch the desire of their hearts. We praise you, Lord Jesus, that we can gather together here today to hear your good news. We love you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So welcome. I'm Pastor David Kufall, and we are so glad you are here today. I'll tell you what, uh, we live up here in North Dakota, and the weather hasn't been cooperating for us because one of these days, um, if our governor doesn't open up our state soon, uh, we will be coming to you from outdoors, and we're looking forward to that because we'd like to do a drive-in service for all of our regular attenders, however, in which some of you are becoming, however, like I said, the weather hasn't been cooperating and it's been too chilly outside for us to have a drive-in service. But we are working on that and uh, um, we're just going to keep on praising the Lord. And if this is the only way we can do church right now, well, we praise the Lord for that too. This morning, I want to talk to you about this topic. Have faith. It is our God who will protect you. Have faith. It is our God who will protect you. We're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 15 this morning. Jeremiah chapter 15, verses 19 through 21. When we get to verse 21, we should be done. And so, um, what this... The passage in Jeremiah talks about is that the Lord is reassuring him. The Lord is reassuring Jeremiah. He's been going through a tough time. He's known as the weeping prophet. The Lord even warned him that he was not going to have many converts. And so Jeremiah went forward with his ministry anyway. He served the Lord all the days of his life, and he always put God first. Hopefully, Hopefully we can do the same thing, always put the Lord first, knowing that Jeremiah's ministry was answered years later. He, his answers came after he had passed away. And his ministry, because of what he preached, flourished. Folks, don't ever think that you're not doing something for the Lord. You don't always have to see it. But be reassured that if you are in His Word and you are telling people about Jesus, His Word, the Bible promises, will not return void. Remember, Paul says some of us plant, 
some of us plow some of us plant some of us water and some of us reap um, we all have our part to play in winning the world for Jesus Christ I know some of you need some reassurance today um, it's been tough especially for those who own small businesses. It's been tough on those who've been furloughed or laid off. It's just been tough on everybody. It's been tough because some of you have never had to homeschool before. Um, my wife and I, we enjoy it. Um, let me give you a clue. Pray. You're going to be homeschooling your kids. Pray. Ask the Lord for wisdom. Ask the Lord for knowledge. He will help you teach your children. And if there's a subject that's driving you up the wall that moment set it aside go on to a different subject and then come back to it and you'll find that uh, things will go a lot better so let's take a moment to find some reassurance for our lives today put your faith in Christ Jesus let him be that firm foundation in your life he is the rock of our salvation when you give your heart he gives you when you give him your heart, he gives you blessed assurance that you belong to him. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for this time together. Thank you, Lord, that you speak to your, our hearts by your Holy Spirit. Lord, anoint our ears to hear from you today, and I thank you for your anointing that I feel today over this message. We just praise you and thank you for the for, I, for what you are doing, how you are taking care of us and protecting us, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And I anticipate that you're going to touch lives through this word today. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Just to remind you, Facebook, this is the word of God. This is real news, not fake news. What I'm going to be preaching, it comes right out of this book. This goes for you too, YouTube. And so you've got to understand, this is the Word of God. And God does not lie. And so that's where I'm getting all of my message today. I'm not going to be using hyperbole. I'm not going to be pulling from somebody else. I'm coming directly from what thus saith the Lord. Let's talk about the remnant. God loves the remnant. Jeremiah 15 and verse 19 says, Therefore thus says the Lord, If you return, then I will bring you back. You shall stand before me. If you take out the precious from the vial, you shall be as my mouth. Let them return to you. But you must not return to them. In other words, don't return back into the world. Come back to the Lord. Church, we need to come to the Lord. we got to take the world out of the church and we need to put Jesus back into the church. You know what I'm talking about. If we're ever going to affect our world for Jesus Christ, he needs to be in charge of our church. He needs to be the center of our church. We need to preach the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot be ashamed of Him. We need to come alive. And so many of you have. I've been reading, reading things that so many have been coming back to the Lord who have really been following Him. 
So many of you, it is so wonderful and I celebrate with you that you're coming back to your walk with Jesus Christ. And that is exciting to me because the Lord loves you. And he talks about here in this passage about returning to the Lord. This is a call for Israel to return to their God. But I also believe this is a call for the modern church to return as well. We've had more people getting saved the last several weeks because of being having to take our churches outside of the doors of the church, having to come to you like this. We, we have now a worldwide presence to preach the gospel. And that's exciting. And the modern church has to return to the Word of God. Back to what the Lord says. And preach the cross and, and, and stop taking it down. Revival always starts with the remnant. The remnant is precious to God. Jesus even says He will return for the remnant. Now what is a remnant? Well, it's that leftover piece of cloth when the tailor gets done. Some of you like to sew. You might sew quilts or you might even make dresses or whatever. And you know that you get that and you take that piece of cloth that you don't need and you set it aside. Well, that's a remnant. And you think, well, I can use that for something else down the road. And so you fold it up nicely and you keep it. That's the remnant. When you're laying down carpet and, and the, um, the installer gets done, he always gives you extra carpet to put away in case you need to have a piece spliced in. That's the remnant from the carpet. Sometimes if you need to go ahead and put new carpeting in your in a bedroom at home, all you have to do is go over to the carpet store and say, hey, do you have a remnant this size? And you know what? A lot of times they do and you get a better, you can get a cheaper price on the remnant than you do on the brand new whole roll of carpeting. The remnant is important to God. It's the remnant who comes to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the remnant who says, I'm going to surrender my life and live for you. So many Christ followers have been coming together in prayer during this time of social distancing. God is doing something. It is through God. God's call on His church. It's almost like He has called with all these prayer groups getting together online. We have our prayer team comes together. We do social distancing. Um, it's a certain size. We don't let any group be more than 10. But we have a prayer group that comes together. They do their social distancing. They stay there 8 yards, 8,000 feet apart, you know. And uh, um, we pray. But it's almost like God has called His church to a solemn assembly once again. And a solemn assembly, which usually always precedes a revival and an awakening. Church, we should want to get back to church, we should want to get go back to how things were. Wait a second, is that right how I wrote that there? Let me check here a second. Sometimes when you're writing fast. Ah, I had a typo there. Church, we should not want to go back to how things were. Sometimes you've got to just stop. What I love about live, you get to see all the bloopers. You get, you, you get to see, this is real. 
I, I'm not trying to put something so polished on that, that we're not. You see, the problem is the church needs to be real. I got a church on my district that's called the real church. And I, I love their name. And when I get together with them, you've got to be real because, well, when you're calling yourself real church, that's just how you've got to be. And I, and I send out a lot of love to um, Pastor Forrest and his congregation this morning. Church, we don't want to go back to how things were. We need to move forward. We shouldn't just be looking to survive, but to thrive. And if we're going to go back to anything, it is time for the church to go back to God's Word. Back to the message of the cross. That is where we find our salvation. It is where we find our hope and strength. We have to believe that we have to believe that this time, even though we can't meet together in our buildings, that this time is harvest time. Brother Graham, um, Franklin Graham's been saying, been putting statistics together and following, and he says so many are getting saved. This is harvest time. And God wants to revive his church so he can bring our nation and other nations a great awakening. Because we need it. Have faith. Have faith that God will deliver us. How many times did He have to deliver the children of Israel? Won't He do it for His church? Haven't He ever delivered? Didn't He deliver you from a life of sin when you gave your heart to Jesus? Jeremiah 15.20 says, And I will make you to this people a fortified bronze wall and they will fight against you but they shall not prevail against you for I am with you to save you and deliver you says the Lord folks there is nothing impossible for our God to do even against staggering odds our God is able if Judah would have just turned to God, this is what's happening here. The northern kingdom has been gone for years. Now Judah is surrounded by the Babylonian armies. If Judah would have turned to God, he would have delivered them from the Babylonian armies. But they would not listen to Jeremiah. But let me tell you, church, Repentance does our heart good. Take that situation you're going through right now and turn it over to God. Let Him help you with it. Let Him deal with it. Let Him carry it. Jesus carried this situation for you on the cross. He carried the weight of the world upon His shoulders. Not just our sin, but all of your problems that you're going through right now. And He carried all the sickness and disease. And remember, if you're not well, healing is found in the atonement at the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, He was carrying what you're going through right now. Give it over to Him. And if you've got bitterness in your life, if you've got unforgiveness in your life, let it go. Repent of it. Ask the Lord to take it out of your life. Forgive those who have hurt you. Let God deal with it 
Remember, God says, vengeance is mine. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Remember, Jesus said from the cross, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. So the very ones who hung them on that cross, He said, forgive them. And guess what? Your, your sin, my sin, nailed Him there too. And He said, forgive them. Because folks, when we were lost in sin, we did not know what we were doing. But praise God, Jesus came along and He saved us. And the precious Holy Spirit came in to lead us. I almost feel like starting to sing that song, Precious Savior, come and lead us. I don't have time for that this morning. Jesus won our battle at the cross. Will you accept what Jesus has done for you? All you have to do is believe. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16, we all know it. But here's another one for us. Be still and know that I am God. So many times we get out ahead of Him. And we plan. But if we would just take that moment and be still, and ask the Lord, what is your plan for my life? What is your plan for us to do? That's what we're trying to find, figure out here at New Life, here in Wapiton. We're trying to figure out what is the plan going forward. Because life has now changed. Just like when Noah came off the ark with his sons and, and, their, and all their wives, life had changed. Things were not going back to the way it was. Just like even after 9-11, look how the world has changed. The world is changing. But the church will thrive. Because Jesus promised the gates of hell shall not prevail against His church. So I never believe that this is a post-Christian era. Because you can't stop Jesus. There's no thing post about Jesus. He will always carry His church forward. Like a mighty army. And we need to believe that today. Let us thrive in this time. Trust in being in the hand of the Lord. Oh, here we are, Jeremiah 15, 21. I guess it's time to wrap, wind this thing down. Jeremiah 15, 21 says, I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked. And I will redeem you from the grip, listen to this, from the grip of the terrible. Well, there's nothing. It's like this, this COVID-19 is this terrible thing that has our nation in its grip. But the Lord has promised, I will be, redeem you from the grip of the terrible. Can I remind you something? Jesus hides us in the cleft of His hand. We used to sing that old hymn. Now we sing all these modern songs and we've forgotten. You know, it's funny. Sometimes we sing one of the old hymns. My worship leader, Corey, will um, pull up one of the old hymns and um, the millennials in the church will look at her and say, I like that new song. And she'll just laugh to herself because, um, you know, old things will become new again is what the Word of God. But He ties us in the cleft of His hand. The Bible says that because He died for us and at his, when He rose again, the Father gave every one of us as a gift to, Je to Jesus because of what He did. And He hides us in the cleft of His hand. Oh, I'd rather be in His hand than in any... Where else?
First Peter 5, 7 and 8 says, Cast all your cares upon Him. Casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. And then verse 8 says, there's a reason why we really need to do this. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. You see, the devil's been going around trying to scare everybody, even the very ones who put their faith in Jesus Christ. Stop watching CNN and Fox and MSDNC. Stop watching all those all the time. Tune in for that first 15 minutes and you'll know what they're going to talk about the rest of the day. Get your information. Read. There's other sources out there. Read. Find the truth. But number one thing to do is read your Word. Get into this book. See what God has to say about the situation you're in. Read this. Pray about it. Ask the Lord to show you, and He will, because this book will give you peace. Casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. Remember, for greater is He who is in you than He that is in the world. We here at New Life are believing for a great awakening for our nation. And you know what an awakening means? Awakening means a rouse to action well church we need to rouse to action and be the people of god and rejoice in him knowing that we are in the cleft of his hand knowing that we can cast all of our cares upon him knowing that we can trust him for all that we need will you accept the call today Will you accept the call to be roused to action to not only to get into this Word and study it to be a, so that you can be a workman? Not just, you know, some people forget. Not only do we study this Word, but then we're supposed to be doers of it. Let's be doers. Let's be that workman. Let us go out. Let's tell our friends. You got avenues right now. You can, every time we come on, church, you can start a watch party. Every time you see my funny face, you could just go ahead and say, hey, I'm starting a watch party again. And, and this can go to all your friends list. You could go ahead and, and, and when you're reading the Word in the morning and a verse speaks to you, you could put that verse out on Facebook and just put it out there. You can do things. You can call up your friend that you've been concerned for ever and tell them about Jesus and how God loves them. Make sure you call your loved ones in the nursing home and, and, and places like that and let them know that you're thinking of them. They're not alone because Jesus loves them. And I bet you there's a bunch of people in the nursing home that's been praying for all of us young folks. That <laughs> God would get us through this thing. My mom lives in a memory care unit. And the wonderful thing on that unit None of them knows what's going on right now. <laughs> they don't care. They're not worried. They're just going about life. Just, and knowing my mom, she's just praising the Lord. She goes around singing for everybody and praying for everybody. Hey, let's have that attitude, church. Let us not be scared. But know that we are in God's hands. Will you accept the call this morning? And if you don't know Jesus, will you ask Him into your heart? He's waiting for you today. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we praise You and thank You for this time together.
Lord, it's so strange to be preaching to virtually an empty sanctuary except for um, the technical people who are here today. Lord, I thank You that all the folks who have listened today, You are touching their lives today in Jesus' name. And Lord, I'm, I pray that You can arouse you could rouse us lord to action that lord we won't be fearful but lord like a mighty army we will go ahead and and tell others that jesus saves that we can point them to the cross that jesus died for all of us so that we could be saved so that our sins would be forgiven so that eternity in heaven would be ours and i thank you lord for all those who have come back to You during this time. I praise You for them, Lord. I celebrate with them this morning. And I thank You, Lord, that there are some here today that who don't know You would ask You into their hearts for the first time. Lord, touch them right now. All you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Be my Lord and Savior, and I will serve you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. I believe in what you did, and I believe that you rose from the dead. Lord, thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer today, welcome to the family of God. Hey, listen to me. Grab your, get, get a hold of your Bible. Go get a Bible. Walmart has them. You can order them from Amazon. Start reading the book of John. And uh, learn who Jesus is. Um, tell some of your friends you asked Jesus in your heart today. But I also want to go ahead and send you a movie about Jesus Christ and a little book to help you start on your walk with Jesus Christ. It's just about what it means to be saved and what you did today. Um, we're not asking you for any financial help. For our members of our church, don't forget, um, don't forget we still got bills to pay, and I thank you. You can go over and through PayPal, or you can mail in your check, and uh, we thank you for doing that for us each week. We uh, praise the Lord for you. You've been keeping the bills paid, and we just praise the Lord for it. And so, thank you so much. But for those who just asked Jesus into your heart, um, go ahead, just... Put your, just go ahead and say, I got saved, and then we'll go over to your page, and then we can send it to you. And um, if you've got prayer requests, just write it there in, uh, um, right there on Facebook, just write them down, and uh, we'll be praying for you on Thursday. We'll, we'll start lifting you up right away, but we'll definitely be praying for you on Thursday night, because God wants to touch you. Well, praise the Lord. We're so glad that you could be with us today. We look forward to being with you this Thursday night uh, for just a moment. And uh, we're just praising God for what He is doing in your life and in the life of our church, New Life. God bless you. We love you. And remember, God loves you so much more. Amen.